Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Retire Simply Podcast. I'm Scott Winstead. And I'm Angela. And we're back this week bringing you all things retirement related. We're going to continue our discussion today around taxes, planning for taxes in retirement, bringing you tips and strategies on how you can lower your taxes in retirement. You know, um, for most people, Angela, right, um, the taxes they own retirement is the biz- biggest expense they're going to have throughout yeah. their retirement. Yes, I am so glad that you said that. Um, I think one way to just kind of shift our perspective is really realizing that they're one of our biggest partners in retirement. Yeah. You know, a lot of people think, oh, my biz- biggest expense will be my health care, the income I need and all of that. But really it's um, the IRS. And typically the way most Americans have saved in these tax deferred accounts, traditional IRAs, 401ks, any of those accounts where you got a tax deduction when you put the money in, but you're going to pay all the taxes when you take the money out. Um, that's a huge, huge expense for people. And so we're all about saving taxes where we can, obviously playing by the rules of the game that the IRS has laid out, but also being very knowledgeable and strategic about how we utilize these rules um, to be able to save and keep more money in our retirement and less money going to the IRS. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to continue our discussion today around a strategy that, um, you know, for you listening, you may be able to take advantage of now, or it may be something that you take advantage of in the future. Um, But it's, A little known strategy that I think a lot of folks may have heard about in some roundabout way, but we find um, people really don't understand how it works. They don't really understand um, the nuances around it, or um, I think even most importantly, the major impact it can have Mm -hmm. on helping you save in taxes. And one of the things, honey, I noticed, you know, we're so lucky to get to visit with so many wonderful people that are getting are retired or getting ready to. And we find that a lot of our clients are, they're givers at heart. They like to connect to their community. They like to give back. And so I think that's another really good and important reason as to why we're sharing this with y'all today. Yeah. You know, we um, just did a client survey um, and found that, you know, charitable giving for our clients is actually Uh, one of the most important things to them. You know, most people give in some capacity, whether it's to their church, whether it's to their uh, university, whether it's, you know, any other, any other centers and things like that, charity or anything like that, that um, is important to them. Um, But what we also find is very few people actually get the tax advantage of the gift they receive. And what I mean by that is, Um, You know, to be able to actually take advantage of your charitable giving, you have to itemize your tax return, meaning not take the standard deduction, but you actually have to itemize. Well, most people in retirement don't have enough itemized deductions to go that route. So they end up taking the standard deduction. So they, you know, they give maybe $1,000 a year, uh, $1,200 a year. Um, to a charity, but that doesn't allow them to itemize past the standard deduction. So they really don't get any benefit other than the good nature, the goodwill of giving. Mm-hmm. So one of the strategies we wanted to talk to you about today is something called a qualified charitable distribution. So let me say that again, qualified charitable distribution, also known as a QCD. Um, so a lot of folks um, 
may have heard of this, but what we have found is they don't really understand the the impact this can make in your retirement. And so here's what a QCD is. A QCD basically says that you're going to take money out of your taxable retirement account. So let's just say it's an IRA, traditional IRA. And instead of that money coming to you, and when that money comes to you, right, we know that you have to pay income tax on that. And mm-hmm. the more the more income you show in your retirement, the more your social security taxes go up and your Medicare premiums go up. Um, but rather than that distribution coming straight to you, what you have the ability to do is take a distribution and have the check made out to the charity of your choice. And you can donate that money to the charity of your choice. And there's a lot of benefits to doing that. Um, now, there's also rules around doing that, which Angela is going to go over with you. But really, it's just a direct transfer of money from, let's say, your IRA paid directly to the qualified charity. Now, what's one of the benefits of that? Well, we all know, and you've heard us talk a lot about that at the age of 72, the way the current law stands, that you have to start taking money out of your retirement accounts that are taxable and pay income tax on that money and um, you know have it affect the amount of income you have and the amount of total tax you're going to pay. So that starts at the age of 72. And what we find a lot of times is that a lot of people don't necessarily need that money, mm-hmm. um, but it's forced upon them. And that can cause so many headaches around um, you know your social security payments, your Medicare premiums, that sort of thing. And so one of the things that you can look to do is rather than take out that mandatory distribution, report it as income, pay income tax on it, and maybe mess up, you know, your social security payments and Medicare premiums, what you have the ability to do is take a portion or all of that distribution and donate it directly to a charity. Okay. Now, obviously, you have to be some sort of charitably inclined person to want to do this. But again, a lot of times we find that people are already doing some type of giving. They're just not getting any bang for their buck with it. Yeah. And, you know, I know Scott mentioned that RMDs or required minimum distributions are now they're things that you have to take if you haven't been taking them before by age 72. But the rule with QCDs is you have to be at least 70 and a half um, at the time that you request that QCD. The reason um, I think this is so important too is if you're going to be counting it um, as your required minimum distribution for this current year, you the money has to actually come out by December 31st. So I think that's a really important thing for people to know if they're gonna do something like that. Um, Again, Scott was telling you that they'll be sending a check to the charity of your choice, and we just have to make sure that that check has the name of the charity on it, and the funds do not come to you first. Yeah, so you know, uh, this is really a direct transfer from your, you know, traditional IRA. You can do it with an inherited IRA. You can do it with your uh, SEP IRA as long as you're not actively uh, putting money into it. But it allows a lot of flexibility, especially in those inherited IRAs. You know, if you inherited money from your folks, um, you know, that you're having to take a distribution from each year, you know, hey, donate that money, right? Now, a lot of people, when we talk about charitable strategies, sometimes they hem and haw and it's like, well, I didn't really want to give my all my money to charity. I didn't, we're not talking about giving all your money. Um, but there's a reason that the wealthiest people in this country 
give the most. And it's not because they have the most money. It's because they understand the way the tax laws work. And the biggest bang for any of us to get in our in our tax code is by giving to charity in some capacity, whether that's a donor advised fund, whether that's a charitable trust, whether that's a QCD. Mm-hmm. The point is, this is where you can really make a big impact on your taxes. Yeah. And I think it's really good for people too, when you're giving not only are you spreading that wealth and that joy and that love, however you look at it, but we want to make sure that you get the best bang for the buck also. Um, and one other thing to note, you know, when we're talking about being charitably inclined and giving different amounts, one thing to note when you're, when you're donating from your traditional IRA or your inherited IRA, the maximum contribution you can do each year is $100,000. So let's let me give you an example. If you're married, you have John and Jane and they're married. John can give $100,000 from his IRA. And so too can Jane give $100,000 for her IRA. So just giving you some contribution limits um, and knowing what you can do with those. Hey there. So listen. You know, Angela and I love being local DFW retirement professionals, and we help so many families in the area. You know, there's a lot of ways that we can help you with your retirement. We can perform a stress test on your current investments. Basically, what that lets you know is how aggressive or conservative or how risky you're wanting to be versus what you actually are doing. We can also schedule a one-on-one consultation with one of us if you just have a one-off question that you'd love to ask us. And you're always welcome to come to one of our live financial workshops, our live events. So go to compassretirement.com and just click on schedule a visit to choose what you need from us. If you're looking for a firm that will bend over backwards to help you, you've come to the right spot. So obviously there's some contribution limits around um, how much you can do, but it doesn't have to be 100,000. You can start small um, with this, but it is very, very powerful. Obviously you have to be age 70 and a half before it, but a lot of times what we like to do at Compass Retirement and our Retire Simply uh, plans is we'll do Roth conversions, which is turning your IRA money into Roth money, you know, maybe up to the age of 70 and a half. And then we look to flip the strategy to maybe uh, implementing the QCDs on top of it to really, really lower that. Now, some people say, well, why wouldn't I just take the money out of my IRA, have it come to me, and then I'll just turn around and give it to the charity. And the reason you don't want to do that is because when that money comes to you, it's still taxable income. And then again, if you give to the charity, but it's not enough to itemize your deductions, which typically it's not, then your taxable income has come up. So this is a way to give, but actually get the big benefit for. So I want to just run through three quick scenarios. Um, and we're just going to use uh, Phil as an example. So let's just say Phil. Um, has his mandatory distribution, so that RMD at 72, and let's say that his RMD is $15,000. That's what he has to take out uh, as required by law at age 72. Well, if Phil makes a QCD of $10,000, meaning he took $10,000 out of the IRA, had the check payable to whatever charity he wanted and gave it to the charity, the result of that would would mean that Phil's remaining RMD of 5,000 would still count toward his taxable income. Mm -hmm. So he was able to eliminate 10,000 of taxable income. Now let's take it to the next step. Let's say Phil donated his entire RMD. So the same 15,000 had to come out. He does a $15,000 QCD. Well, now he has satisfied his full RMD. He has no taxable income that year from any mandatory distributions. 
let's say Phil was more, a little bit more in the last example here, more charitably inclined. So his RMD was 15,000 and Phil decided he was going to make a $15,000 QCD. So that basically brought his taxable income to zero. But then he also decided he wanted to kick in another $5,000 at the charity uh, with an additional QCD. So what that does is he further reduces his IRA balance, but doesn't necessarily get to write that off in future years toward his RMD. So what I mean by that is his IRA balance, because he took an additional $5,000 out, dropped. With So next year when they calculate his RMD, it'll be a lower amount that has to come out, but he does not get to apply the extra 5,000 QCD toward his RMD in future years. So it was great that he wanted to give a little bit more, but you don't get to carry that forward Mm -hmm. on your tax return. So those are just three kind of examples, very simple examples of how that works. But we wanted to share this with you. It's part of your overall tax plan, tax strategy. You always hear us say in our Retire Simply plan, you know, you need five key areas that your plan covers, that being income planning, a great investment plan, a tax strategy or plan, your healthcare and long-term care plan, and then finally an estate plan or legacy plan. Those five areas make up a great retirement plan. And this is where we find the biggest impact for your retirement can really be made is by saving money and taxes. If you have questions around this or you want to take a look at some of the tax strategies and see if you can apply them toward your personal retirement, give the office a call. That number is 817-328-6152. That's 817-328-6152. We'd be happy to sit down with you or chat with you on the phone for a few minutes and just see where we might be able to apply some of these strategies so you can really start to get the benefit of the giving that you're already doing, but not just have it negated by taking a standard deduction and really not getting any bang for your buck. Again, if we can help you with that, please contact the office. That number again is 817-328-6152. We look forward to being back with you next week as we Uh, wrap up our discussion here on taxes. And we hope you have a great week. We'll talk to you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been another week of Retire Simply. Thanks for listening. And remember, anyone can save money and just as easily anyone can run out of money. But it takes skill and a plan to take what you've saved and not run out. If you want to listen to more episodes or learn more about Compass Retirement, go to compassretirement.com. That's compass with two S's, retirement.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to tell a friend. They're probably a lot like you and would enjoy it too. Compass Retirement is an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Compass Retirement, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Compass Retirement Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. 
The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Compass Retirement Inc. Hypothetical examples have been provided for illustrative purposes only. It does not represent a real-life scenario and should not be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation.